And we'll move on to this uh, focus then on the situation in Zimbabwe. Unfortunately, not being able to give it as much time as I would have hoped to uh, because we ran a little bit over in that conversation with uh, Dadim Simang. But let me welcome Dr. William Mbofu. He's an Africa analyst based at Wits University. And we're looking now at the latest sacking of the state security minister, Owen Ngube, by Zimbabwean President Emerson Mnangagwa. And he's accused him of behavior unbecoming of his position. But of course, the suggestion is that Ngube was fired after being involved in ZANU-PF factional battles. Dr. Mpofu, how widespread are these um, or, or, or how deep, rather, do these factions within the ZANU-PF run right now? Dr. Mpofu? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you clearly. Okay. I hope you hear me clearly as well. Yes, I can hear you clearly now. So my question was, how deep do the factions in the ZANU-PF run right now? Uh, to say deep might be actually an understatement mm. uh, because... Um, the history of um, factionalism in ZANU-PF um, is the durable um, and very stubborn subject that maybe deserves a conversation on its own one day. But it gets back to the days before the coup of 2017, where ZANU-PF party uh, translating into government has operated through uh, factions. And um, the, the event here, the political event, is that the president has fired a minister that is known to belong to his faction. Uh, and that event is a serious political event in that this is not just a minister. Uh, and by the way, then, there's a number, of, I think two other ministers that have recently been dismissed in the same week with this particular minister, Mube. Mm. But here is a, a, a president, this right-hand man, trusted lieutenant and um, political ally that has been dismissed by the president himself. And this is not just another minister, but a minister of security. That's how deep uh, the political event, the political incident is. So if there are anything that can be called signs of the times, it's a sign of the times when a state security minister gets dismissed. It means there are security questions, there are serious political uh, issues that we may that may not be immediately obvious to, to us as external observers. Mm. But it's something really to think and talk about. It points to what is happening in Zimbabwe and where that quality might be going in the next few weeks or in the next few months or in the immediate future, if I can say. Ultimately, one would want a Zimbabwe where there is stability and where the social and economic prospects for the people of Zimbabwe are viable, uh, at least in a way that they have not been over the last decade or so. What will it take to bring that stability? And, and do you have any confidence in President Emerson Nangagwa being the person to do that? Uh, the problem runs deep uh, because 
the Zimbabwean policy itself and the Zimbabwean economy, right from um, a retreat of secular, of Rhodesian secular colonialism and uh, coming forward of uh, ZANU PF uh, to rule, they call it rule, not govern. Um, it started on a bloody note with the Kukura only genocide. It started on an illegitimacy note from that genocide going forward, where political opponents were butchered in multitudes. And then it went on with the electoral uh, irregularities, political violence, the assassination of opponents. So there is a problem of uh, political violence, uh, illegitimacy of the incumbents that has dogged that country from the day it was born as Zimbabwe. And President Nangakwa himself, right from 1980, is an accomplice of Robert Mugabe. He has always lived with and worked with that um, illegitimacy. So it's not a, a small problem, it's not a young problem, it's a, an enduring problem that comes from the very best of the polity and the economy of Zimbabwe. And to say that, um, is it possible that uh, President Nangawa is the right person to do that? The truth is that it's not possible because it continues to be a coup where those that are, that are illegitimate, those that are not supposed to be in power, those that are not supposed to be uh, ruling are actually ruling by the threat of a gun, the threat of violence, and the fear that uh, the population has uh, if they ever challenge uh, those positions and uh, those leaders. So it's a continuing coup that has been taking place in Zimbabwe. And it's a crisis, not just for Zimbabwe, but for the region. As you might know, that um, Zimbabwean political and economic problems have, over a period of time, become very domestic in South Africa. Mm. When political violence emanates, when an uh, economic crisis emanates, the South African policy and South African economy feel the pain. The tragedy in Africa is that the problem is not dealt with, but then people deal with symptoms. They deal with refugees, they deal with immigrants, they deal with uh, exiles, they deal with asylum seekers, they deal with um, certain permit holders instead of dealing with the problem of economic and political illegitimacy next door. So at the end of the day, the people that will suffer are the innocent. Those people that have always been victims will continue to be victims because they have this permit, they have that permit. But the source of the problem, which is of the political and economic legitimacy next door, is not spoken about at SADC, it's not spoken about at AU. And the victims will continue to be victims mm. while Africa looks aside and on. Dr. William Mpofu, let's leave it there for this morning. Africa analyst based at Wits University. It's just after 11 o'clock. And Musa has your latest news update.